0: I'm John Banther, and this is Classical Breakdown. We're on part two of three of exploring Debussy's orchestral work, La Mer. In the last episode, we went through the first movement and heard from conductor Michelle Merrill. If you missed that episode, I highly recommend going back and listening to that one first. In this episode, we'll dive into the second movement, and like the last time, we'll listen to the entire movement at the end. Debussy titled this movement, Jeu de Vague, or Play of the Waves. I think this movement is a little more complicated and a little more intricate than the first. We already know that audiences and critics didn't love La Mer at the premiere. And unfortunately, many of the musicians didn't like it either. The orchestra, Orchestre La Moreau, premiered the work, and it's also the same orchestra we're hearing in these recordings, but violins in that orchestra were not happy about the music and even tied handkerchiefs to the tips of their bows in protest at rehearsal. The violins have several technically demanding moments in this movement, but they're often covered up and really kind of in support of the winds. And like the first movement, Debussy is still painting with gestures and with color. There's a lot of push and pull in the music, and he's musically giving us an impression, an idea of the waves, rather than a Richard Strauss-esque vivid description of waves. One instrument in particular that jumps out to me here is the trumpet. Although the trumpet part can seem actually rather simple in this movement, it jumps out with a striking sound and timbre that adds so much. So for more on the trumpet in this
1: movement, here's Principal Trumpet of the National Symphony Orchestra, Billy Gerlock. Mer is actually one of my favorite pieces to play because it's extremely beautiful and easy listening for the audience, but the trumpet parts are pretty pretty extraordinary. WC gave the trumpet parts a lot of textural elements too by adding different mutes to the instrument. Uh, We use mutes made of many different materials, such as wood, metal, a felt crown hat, or even sometimes purple bags that a specific brand of whiskey may come in, Uh, and this creates different sounds in the music. And the mutes are all held in by small corks that stick to the brass or the silver in the trumpet bell. Uh, In La Mer, I like to use both metal and wooden mutes to achieve the different sounds, and the metal would be used for, obviously, louder passages as it gives off a more metallic sound, and the wooden mutes are for mellow sounding notes that would be very soft or delicate passages. So you can hear the difference. I'll play one of my favorite lines in the second movement. It comes towards the middle of the movement, and it just, it's a really heroic moment for the trumpet. And I'll play it without the mute, as the part calls for, and then with the mute so you can hear the difference.
0: Thanks, Billy. And you can hear more of Billy Gerlach's extraordinary playing on the next NSO Showcase, May 6th at 9 p.m., as he plays one of the biggest parts for a principal trumpet player in an orchestra, Mahler's Symphony No. 5. More information is on the show notes page at classicalbreakdown.org. So this movement, Jeu de Vague, also starts off soft and gentle, but in a totally different way than the first movement. Here we have musical uncertainty and what sounds like mischief between the English horn, strings, flutes, clarinets, glockenspiel, and a muted trumpet. And this is all before the second movement really gets going. Another instrument that sticks out like the trumpet here is the harp. Debussy gives the harp sweeping whole-tone scales, something he did often in other works, too. Now, your typical major scale is made up of whole tones, or whole steps, and half-steps. In other words, the distances between notes vary in a major scale. This gives the sensation of tension and resolution, but in a whole-tone scale, every note is a whole-tone apart. Used in these dramatic and sweeping ways, it gives the music a sudden dreamy, and ethereal atmosphere. And a lot of the music here captures, I think, the reflections of water, especially that kind of shimmering, choppy water on the edge of a beach. With instruments like the trumpet and glockenspiel, it sounds bright with fleeting reflections of the sun, and like sea foam, musical ideas can suddenly bubble up and pop and then, well, never heard from again. Some of these are like ripples, and some, like the excerpt Billy Gerlach played, are like massive waves. Maybe audiences didn't like La Mer because like flowing water, you don't know where you're going and you can't stop, but that's something I love about this piece. Debussy gives a lasting impression without a lasting melody. Okay, now let's hear all of Jeux de Vague, the second movement of Debussy's La Mer. Here is Orchestre Lamoureux with Igor Markovich conducting. And that is the end of the second movement, Jeu de Vogue, Play of the Waves, from Debussy's La Mer. We'll get into the third movement next time on Classical Breakdown from Classical WETA in Washington. You can share with me music that is comforting to you right now. Send me an email at classicalbreakdown at weta.org. And visit the show notes page for more information on this episode. I'm John Banther. Thanks for joining me.